What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of Risers and Fallers on the Dynasty Stock Market. Uh, we got quite a few of them to get into, so let's just jump right on into it. Uh, I'm going to start off with those Kansas City running backs, DeAndre Washington and Daryl Williams. Uh, so obviously with Damian Williams opting out for the 2020 season, it's going to open up a lot of opportunity in Kansas City. Um, the first thought is obviously with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and obviously he is going to be the RB1 to own on this team. Uh, however, I do want to highlight Washington and Daryl Williams simply because they're actually going to see some work now. So we've come to expect that there's there's no way there's going to be a true workhorse in Kansas City, especially not Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, it's, it's not a knock against him. It's just that it's it's bound not to happen, at least not immediately. Um, so I do think DeAndre Washington is going to come in. He's probably going to be the RB2 on this offense. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get around 10 touches a game between the ground game and the air game. So he's definitely going to be worked in fairly early. And then Daryl Williams could actually surprise a lot of people because he is the only guy in this backfield that actually knows the offense. He was with them last year. He was with them the year before. Um, and the limited opportunity that he had last year, he actually did quite a lot with it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Daryl Williams uh, pretty involved pretty early in the season as well. Uh, so those are two guys that are definitely on the rise. They are some of the most added uh, players on Sleeper, MFL, wherever you're playing your fantasy football this year. Uh, you got to go out. If they're still there, I would definitely, definitely get them added to your squad. Um, the next riser I have today is going to be Austin Hooper. So Austin Hooper was traded to, or I won't say traded, he was signed by the Cleveland Browns, and he kind of got brushed under the rug. You know, he had an amazing 2019 in Atlanta, but when he went to Cleveland, there's so many mouths to feed there. It's not as a high-powered offense as Atlanta is. Um, so Austin Hooper was kind of forgot about a little bit, but now with the news of Jarvis Landry landing on the active PUP list, there are people that are getting hype about Austin Hooper again, thinking that he could be uh, the go-to guy on this offense with Jarvis Landry potentially sidelined for the start of the season. Now, obviously you have Odell Beckham Jr. there. You have Kareem Hunt that's going to demand targets out of the backfield. Uh, but I will admit this does bode well for Austin Hooper. And he's actually, a, I don't want to say he's a cheap buy right now, but like I said, a lot of people are forgetting about him. So his value is not as high as it should be. It is starting to rise up, but this is probably the perfect opportunity to go out and try to get Austin Hooper while he still can. So the next riser I have on this list is going to be Austin Eckler. So as you guys know, Austin Eckler is a pretty controversial person to be bringing up in fantasy these days. Some people hate him. Some people love him. Some people are absolutely obsessed with him, like myself. Um, he is going to be very awesome for fantasy this year. Uh, his stock is currently rising. And out of all things, it's because of a picture that landed on social media. So Austin Eckler posted something of him absolutely jacked up after a workout. Dude looks like he's in the greatest shape of his life. And people are finally starting to realize that, okay, wow, he might be able to handle this workload without Melvin Gordon there. So Austin Eckler, his perceived value, his actual value has not changed, but his perceived value in the fantasy community is going up as a result of the picture. Um, so finally tune your rankings to that. Try to figure out if you can get him on your team. I am going out everywhere and making offers on Austin Eckler to see um, if I can throw a bunch of things at the dartboard and maybe I'll hit a bullseye on one of them. But Eckler is rising in value currently, and there is one more riser for the week, and that's actually going to be James White. Um, so it's no secret that Sony Michelle is going to be beginning the 2020 season on the PUP list. Obviously, this spells an uptick for all New England running backs, uh, but in particular, I'd say it's going to be James White because, one, he's already got the PPR upside. Two, now you're giving him an extra, I don't know, we'll be conservative and say an extra four to five uh, you know, attempts on the ground per game. 
just that alone can increase his weekly output by two or three points, which you are, you're already using James White. So the last guy that's going to be rising on the list this week is going to be James White of the New England Patriots. Um, so it's no secret that Sony Michelle is going to begin the season on the PUP list for 2020. Uh, obviously, this is going to spell an increased volume for all running backs in New England. In New England. Uh, but I would give the advantage to James White. I have seen his name thrown on Twitter here and there. Uh, obviously, in PPR formats, he's always a target, at least for a rental player for a year or two. Um, so I have been seeing his perceived value, I should say, rise on Twitter um, as a result of the Sony Michelle deal. And you have to take into consideration now that Cam Newton's there, he's had recent success with running backs out of the backfield of the last couple of years, or should I say running back in Christian McCaffrey. Um, there's a lot of speculation that James White could be Cam Newton's go-to guy, which I, I really wouldn't be that surprised. So for that reason, James White is rising in value uh, due to Sony Michelle's injury and the signing of Cam Newton. And I would definitely go out and try to get him because even like, like I said, with, uh, you know, Austin Hooper, even though the value is rising, the value does not match where it actually should be. And I, th I think you need to go out and if you're, especially if you're a running back needy team, you got to figure out what it's going to take to get James White on your team. So now we're going to move on to the fallers of the day. And I'm going to start off with Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn. So down in Tampa Bay, they recently acquired LaShawn McCoy on a one-year deal and people are losing their freaking minds for some reason. In my opinion, this does not damage uh, Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn. But if you take to Twitter, the perceived value for both of these guys are way down. People are spending all of their fab, their off-season fab budgets on LaShawn McCoy for some reason, even though we all know LaShawn McCoy is not going to take any sort of majority role or even any substantial role in this offense. I personally don't think that you should be down ticking Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn. However, this segment is not only about real value, but it's also about perceived value. And those two running backs have definitely taken a dip in value. Uh, Ronald Jones is actually one of my favorite buy low targets this offseason, depending on who has him in your league. Some people are high on him, but a lot of people really aren't. And this is just another one of those things that kind of knocks down his value a bit more. So definitely go out, uh, see what the prices are on Ronald Jones. And if you're a believer in Keyshawn Vaughn, hey, I can't stop you offering anything for him either. But this LaShawn McCoy signing does definitely bring down the uh, perceived value on both of those guys. So moving on to the second follow of the list, and we're actually moving back to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I brought up Jarvis Landry earlier, how he was helping Austin Hooper. Well, obviously, being put on the active PUP list is going to hurt Jarvis Landry's value, and he is currently falling in the fantasy football uh, market. So I'm not too worried about it. A lot of the guys that end up on the active PUP list will start the season. If not, they'll only miss a game. Um, and Jarvis Landry, he, he knows this offense. He knows this team. He's got a good rapport with Baker Mayfield. He was actually the most targeted player on that offense last year. Um, there is no doubt in my mind that when he comes back, he's going to be able to hit the ground running. I personally think he's going to be back before week one. Uh, but a lot of people tend to think that the PUP list is a complete death sentence and Jarvis Landry's value is once again falling. Um, it, it had kind of regulated there for a couple of weeks, but with the activation on the PUP list, you know, his, his value has just taken a downtick once again. He's definitely a guy that I'm going out and I'm, I'm trying to buy everywhere I can because he is a true wide receiver too for any fantasy squad. And his value just seems to get lower and lower every year, but he's, he's always so consistent. 
All right, and we got one more follower on the list today, and that's actually going to be David Johnson of the Houston Texans. Um, it's no secret that his value has been falling quite a lot, very consistently over the last few years, but it might be at an all-time low now. Uh, so earlier this week, there was an interview with Deshaun Watson, and sure, he was talking up David Johnson, but he was also talking up Duke Johnson. Um, to me, I think this is an offense that's going to come in and thoroughly use both of these running backs. Um, I am higher than most people on Duke Johnson, and I'm probably about the same level at this point in his career um, as everyone with David Johnson. So I, I think this is going to be a firm battle between these two all year. I mean, a lot of people are, are clearly on the same boat. David Johnson's dynasty startup average draft position is in the mid eighth round, uh, which to me for a quote unquote starting running back seems a little bit low but I totally get it, um, you know, with, and with that interview that Deshaun Watson put out earlier this week, I think that a lot of people on Twitter are finally starting to realize, oh man, Duke Johnson has a legitimate threat to David Johnson on this offense. He's probably not going to be the workhorse. Um, I know a lot of people were thinking, okay, well, if, if O'Brien's going to go out there and he's going to deal purposely for David Johnson, he's going to be used, he's going to be a workhorse, but we're starting to see that that's probably not going to be the case. And a lot of people are talking about that on social media. People are starting to realize that. And for that reason, uh, David Johnson's real and perceived value are falling. I don't want to say heavily, but his value is definitely falling. Uh, unlike the other guys on this list, he's not a guy that I'm going to go out and make an offer on. His value is falling for a reason, and I'm going to let it keep falling. I'm, I'm staying away. So that's going to do it for this week on the Dynasty Stock Market Risers and Fallers. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly on Twitter at FF underscore Mikey 10. Give us a follow over there on Twitter at the Fantasy Stock Exchange. And while you're here, feel free to hit that subscribe button. And uh, we'll see you next time.